Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Welcome to J.Ill, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, everybody, this is Jill Scott. Thank you so much for continuing to listen to J.Ill, the podcast. So we're sharing our favorite episodes and mine would have to be the episode where Jet and I went on his bro mitzvah. Uh, The reason why it's my favorite is because, one, I had a chance to experience something really, really amazing with my son, you know, offering him a piece of world. You know, what a wonderful experience. And me coming from North Philly, like I never imagined that I would be able to even do something like this. But uh, we went to Paris. We went to Botswana on two separate safaris, one in the Kalahadi and the other in the Okavanga Delta. And the last uh, experience was in Amsterdam. And you get an opportunity listening to this episode to just to be there with us. And um, hopefully it inspires you to want to create some kind of bro mitzvah or sis mitzvah or, you know, for for your kid, you know, um, we have an opportunity to to bless our little people. And it doesn't matter if it's a trip to New York or a trip to anywhere, just giving them something that sparks their interests and enriches their lives. Thank you so much. Enjoy. Yeah. Hi, everyone. It's Amber, the producer here. I just want to give a quick disclaimer before we jump into the show. In this episode, the ladies make reference to some of their personal health choices related to COVID-19. We want you to know the J.I.L. podcast would like to clarify that we are not authorized to give any medical advice or recommendations. Any of our opinions are our own and not a reflection of the views of iHeartMedia. Welcome, welcome back to J.L. Podcast. It's been a whole minute. Uh, Mm -hmm. Not too long, but it's been long, you know. Um, (laughs) 
Welcome back to J.L. The Podcast. I'm sitting here with my sister friends, Laia St. Clair. The loud one, my bad. Mm-hmm. It, it, just, it sounds so ladylike. It sounds genteel. It's Laia St. Clair. Laia St. Clair. I don't know what to do. I've got the wrong silverware. Well, you need to call Laia St. Clair. She'll tell you what to do. Oh, you thank you, God. What? <laughs> I love it. You a whole character, honey. And the fantastic Angel mm. Graydon Danzler. That's me. That would be me. Was she, Jill? Was she? Was she? What is she? Yeah, that name. Do her name. Do her name. My name sounds like somebody's third grade teacher. It's the Danzler. Angel Graydon Danzler. Danzler. I sound like I run a non-profit. I could definitely... <laughs> you don't have to talk about what Jill Scott sound like. That's That shit... My mother made sure I got a job. She was like, she, she said, they ain't going to know. They not not going to know till you show up, baby girl. Until she put that exclamation point on it. Then it was like, well, wait a minute. Who's that? Hold up now. Just stop. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like somebody drunk. That's what it sounded like. Yo, you know how many people thanks to the show putting exclamation points on their baby's names? I'm just going to tell you. It's happening. It's happening. Ah, listen. I wouldn't yes. put nothing past. Like I told you, there's a brother on the TikTok that talks about African-Americans and linguistics and our language, uh, which which is affectionately called now AAVE, which is African-American mm. vernacular mm. English. Mm, 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 mm. Mm, the language. Ooh, the Ooh. language. Oh, the words. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> it's a thing. I think it's been a lot of new language and words while we've been inside. I don't know if it's just me. I don't know. Like what? Like what? COVID? Girl, like what you just said. A A V E T T. A A V E. I feel like since COVID, did we get a couple more letters for the LBGTQ community? Ooh. Plus. Yeah, you just go plus. You just go. Well, I, I noticed that the plus is there now that I didn't know about that before. But don't think because we just found out it was it hasn't been there for a long time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, they and they ended up adding some more I's and A's. And so when you start doubling up on letters, you might as well just throw that plus up in there. Just not to confuse the layman. Right, or, right, the, right. Or the, or the cis, all the cis, all the cis uh, heteros out here. <laughs> right, but then also too, one of my children was like putting me down that there's now there's multiple flags too. Hello. Good God! Hey, now there it are. should be may- there are multiple okay. flags as well. All right, that makes sense. I, listen, I know it confuses everybody else, but I enjoy it. I like people. I'm, see, one of the listen. one of the Kwanzaa principles is name yourself, define <laughs> yourself for yourself. And so I feel as if if you are defining yourself for yourself, I am yes. your cheerleader. I, I'm yes. with you in I that. So I am too. Yes, I'm. I'm. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, y'all. We we had a we had a we had a summer. I know it's um Ooh. it's kind of early in the game, um, far as summer is concerned. Um, but yeah. we really did have quite the summer. This is the first time that the three of us have really and truly been outside, outside. But for you, too, you haven't been going anywhere. Everybody's been staying close to home. You know, we're, we're being mindful. Mm-hmm. We're not really, you know, throwing parties like that. But, you know, we're not having gatherings like that. But we're back. You know, I see on the news that the COVID cases are rising again. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have to be mindful. Nobody wants to wear a mask. I don't either. I, I thought I was going to do it for the rest of my life. I don't want to talk. I don't think you do either. Yeah, it's not fun. 
But it's and to me, it's just the back and forth and the deciding about when and where and how long and what you're going to do. That's where I get confused, where I'm like, all right, when I'm going in and out of stores, that's a habit. Right. So I don't even have to think about that. I put it on. Right. I get on an airplane. Absolutely not going barefaced on the airplane. Forget that. Yeah, you are good. They are a good one. I can't believe people. I'm going to put it on. You know, I'm going to put it on on that good people's airplane. But. If I'm in a restaurant, mm. you know what I'm saying? And there's nobody in there and I got to eat anyway. I got to take it off to eat. It's about when you walk into your seat, when you walk into your seat. Right. I keep it on and then I go eat with it. But then I'll be thinking to myself while well, I'm eating. I, it's, so that's where I get confused. I'm just being honest. And I'm definitely okay. pro masking. I'm definitely pro vax. You don't have to get into, you know, ain't nobody got to hit me up on the side. Yeah, I get it. yeah that's what we do. We about that. But my uh-huh. point uh-huh. is, as as I'm as we're moving towards like, you know, the rest of this, you know, navigating the outside. Those are the things that sometimes get me a little frazzled. I won't lie. What should I do? You know, it's like I'm jumping into the jump rope. Like, uh, just uh, think about uh, aerosol uh, and somebody and somebody aerosol in your mouth. How convenient is it for them to aerosol in your mouth? Are they within six feet? Because if they within six feet, they can aerosol in your mouth, especially if they're facing you. There you go. That's it. Aerosol in your mouth. All right. Jill's face. <laughs> what you said? in your mouth. I don't know the tech, the scientific way to say we it, We're two minutes in and I'm done. I'm just, I'm two weeks over the, the COVID. So I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm back to being masked up. And I did two days at the goddamn Roots picnic and didn't get the motherfucking COVID. I, I got to say, I must attribute this to Colloidal Silver. I am learning. Shout out to Suzanne Christine, who told me that if you spray the Colloidal Silver in your mouth, you will keep the virus off. So I think it worked at the Roots picnic. Then I got bougie and comfortable, went to the real cute seats at the Hollywood Bowl for Juneteenth and got the goddamn COVID on Juneteenth and didn't spray the colloidal silver. So I'm just saying to the people, I ain't saying it's a cure, but I think that it may work. Colloidal silver is okay. a pretty damn powerful. Like rubbing it in? Um, yeah, for like, uh, uh, I heard sometimes it helps your scars and stuff heal quick quicker. Oh, good to know. Good to know. So yeah, so yeah, I got, I got the COVID. I mean... Luckily, I, I feel blessed because I'm like, you know, triple boosted. So I just had headaches and chills and fever for a day. But being inside for seven days, that ain't cool. That It's not fun, I will have to say. But I will say that, you know, having to kind of get out and experience the world has also been a part of people's self-care over being locked up yeah. for a couple of years. And yeah. I will have to say of all that this summer that we made up for quite a bit. OK, OK, Laia. Can you please tell us what you have done this summer thus far? Oh, I mean, that's I mean, work. Y'all know I'm I'm a traveler, so I don't let the virus stop that. So I've been doing that a little bit. Um, yeah, I've been I, yeah, because like like Asia said, mask and whatnot. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think like I said when I went to the roots picnic, that was the first time going out to a outdoor concert for real, for real, and that felt so good. That felt like a whole reunion of sorts. And yeah, I'm just been I've been outside just doing stuff, riding my bike, doing it. You know, I don't think to be honest, I haven't. The only new thing I did was be around people, and I'm about to go somewhere again. I'm for the travel. Even though I'm kind of mad that they met, they lifting these mandates and I'm not liking that. I like going places where they make you get tested before you leave. Isn't that nice? <laughs> yes. Yes. You're like, because we kind of want to know. Yeah. And before you get on the plane, wait, let me see your papers, sir. So that way, you know, everybody on the plane, we good for this plane, but I'm going to still keep my mask on. Yeah. I, I miss that. 
I'm here for your stories, Jill. I want to know all about the June. Look at your face. Your face immediately just went into relaxed enjoyness when she said your June. I love it. Come into it. Okay, friends. I I am certain that I had the best trip of my entire life. Jet turned 13. That's my son for anybody who doesn't know. He turned 13 and I was like, damn, black boys in America, you know, or or around the world, except for maybe Africa, obviously, they don't have a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're Zulu, you know, you go up the mountain. And for anybody who knows what that is, you know what that is. Where, from, from what I understand, if you go up the mountain, you go up the mountain and there's men there and they teach you how to do important things that help to establish your manhood. And by the time you get back to your village, you're, you're a young man and people treat you as mm-hmm. such. Right. For Jewish boys, you got your bar mitzvah. You have to learn a passage in Hebrew. That's not easy. You know, um, you have a big old party. Everybody celebrates you. And bar mitzvahs are a lot of fun. But I was like, what do you do? You know, wait till our kids are like 16 to have a sweet 16 or uh, 15 for quinceanera, um, which some people do. So I decided a couple of years ago, I started putting money away. And I know, you know, I know people um, will hear me say something like that. Like I started to put money away, but I need you to understand that I save for the things that I want to do. OK, and um, I compartmentalize money the same way that I compartmentalize my emotions sometimes. So um, I wanted to do it big and I took I took money out of everything that I earned and I put it towards this trip. For Jet. I called it a bro mitzvah. I saw that on um, Blackish once. Um, and I thought that that was really fly. I was like, okay, a bro mitzvah. Um, but we didn't want to, I didn't want to do a party because it's been two years. Kids haven't really been hanging out like that. So I'm going to have yeah. a bunch of awkward kids in the space and I'm going to pay a whole bunch of money to have them look weird at each other. Mm-hmm. No. I decided, Jet had been talking about Paris for quite some time. So, um, Really? We flew to Paris. Um, this was his first time on, like, in business class. He was just, like, the 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 chair was so fun. Yes, all the buttons, all the buttons. The chair was so fun. And I was like, <laughs> this is about to be dope, okay? That's yeah. when I got excited. I was like, look. And then the food came. He looked at this meal like, mom, this is great. We've been on first class. Tablecloth on my table. We've, we've even flown private. <laughs> You know, before, but this is our first time flying overseas together ever. Um, He had a passport when he was seven weeks old, but not not one, you know, that he could be recognized. So now he's 13 and he's got this passport. Wow. With his real picture. Yes. So he's like, I think they have every movie ever was. Mom, could watch movies. This yes. As many movies as I want to. Yes. Just the, just the, I took a video of him when he realized that the chair turned into a bed. He was it was it was like reliving that moment all over again for 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 me. I was like, this is great. Yeah. This is gonna be great. Yeah. So we arrived in in Paris and we just took it really easy. We we stayed at the Four Seasons because I told y'all I put money aside for you this. Saved. I saved for this. Amen. We walked in there. It was flowers was everywhere. Nice. It was so goddamn beautiful. Jet was he just kept saying, "Dang, mom." 
wow, my mama was like, yeah, this is, he's like, are the, I need to know, are the flowers real? All the flowers were real. We were like, wow. And all the people were so fancy and they were dressed so sharp. This this one guy walked by and Jet was like, oh, mom. I looked, the dude's suit was tailored so well in the fabric. I, 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 ooh. Jet was like, that man looked nice. I was like, don't he look nice? Okay, so <laughs> we get into our room. It's all Frenchy Denchy. It's super French. Frenchy Denchy. What does that even mean? I love it. And and yellow with with um rich kinds of like deep fabrics. And so we're up in this this beautiful room and we're like, okay, we're, we're tired, so we take a nap. Anyway, I'm, I'm not gonna do this to you because it's so much. Um, we get out into the world. It's a beautiful day. Paris is just, it's bright and it's it's exciting because the everything is so damn pretty. The arc the streets are like, oh, you know, the, the breakfast we ate was like, oh. What was the first breakfast? Wait, give me something. I need I need uh, breakfast. Can you tell me? It was simple. We just had like um scrambled egg on on bread. Oh, but French scrambled eggs be different. <laughs> It just said, French scrambled eggs be different. Right? It's like they just stay there just while it's in the pan. I don't know. So it's all fluffy. I had to close my mm. eyes and hold on yes, to something did. because the French butter, my friends, the French butter. <laughs> the butter. Oh, I said what I said. I mean, we've had a bunch of moments now. We were walking out. They were sitting in a park, looking at the Eiffel Tower, walking around, mm. you know, the, the neighborhoods, looking at people's dope-ass houses, doing mm. dope-ass stuff. Mm. And you know I'm yes. a boyer. So I'm all looking oh in God. windows like, oh, look at these little yes. oh, You know, and Jed is right along with me. He's like, Mom, you're going to get us arrested. So we had this conversation <laughs> about two things um, because we ended up going to two major cities. And I was like, hey, listen, you know, we I, I, we're looking at the TikToks and stuff. He's sending me things, and he's like, oh, "We went to Paris and we went to Amsterdam." Um, and he was like, "Mom, um, we have to be really mindful of pickpockets and in, in the real, yeah. you know, touristy areas." Okay, so we we we've been talking about this a lot. Like, if I have to go in my purse, I'm gonna need you to be like a meerkat and look in every direction. He was like, "What's a meerkat?" I was like, "Boy." So he had to look up a meerkat find out what that was. I ain't no neither. See, first of all, you haven't you seen The Lion King? Yes, thank you. Yes. Huh? Yes. So a meerkat is Timon. The- Timon and Pumbaa. Timon is a meerkat. Oh, and okay. Pumbaa is a, uh, is a warthog. Okay. okay, I knew that part. Okay, thank you. Thank and meerkats you. Sorry, peek Jill. up out of the sand and they look here. Oh, and they look. And we're looking out for each other. We put the little bands on our phone so we can have our phones around our wrists because we've heard that people will run by, snatch your phone, and keep going. So we're trying to be mindful of all of these things and have a really good time. And um, Jack became like my little, hey, I'm saying, he became, he's taller than me now, but he became like my protector. And when he had an inkling that something was wrong, I said, we're going to follow these things wholeheartedly, no matter where we go. If we feel like it's time to go, if you feel that deep in your spirit and you you just want to leave, we leaving. It's not a discussion. It's not a discussion. Yeah. If I tell you, Jet, walk to me slowly. Walk to me slowly. Don't be like, Mom, what, I'm gonna, what you talking about? I don't want to hear all that. This is important. Yeah. Travel etiquette, safety. We're going to do this because it's you and me and nobody else 
in the world right now. Like we don't know anybody. We don't we don't have any friends in Paris. We don't. Yeah. You know, so yes. <laughs> all right. And we've seen taken. Yeah. Exactly. Listen, I'm just saying. And and Auntie Aja does not have a certain set of skills, okay? <laughs> I know somebody that knows somebody. Like I know somebody that knows somebody that do though. So we go to the Eiffel Tower, that was dope. We went at midnight so we could see it light up, you know, and it was it was lovely. It just was lovely. And we also saw a very big rat. And we were like, wow. I was like, yup, this is the city, homie. Don't forget. Damn. Big, like a raccoon. Oh, like New York, like past New York. Ew. But you know, it's it's a big city. It's like you said, you gotta, you, you take the romance and the, you know, the practicality. So yes. it was Champs-Élysées, all of that. And then uh, we went to the Louvre. And this was this was a moment for me. Um, first of all, the, the Louvre is, is gigantic. It is the premier art gallery of the world. And uh, first things first, we went straight to Egypt. So we go there, and Jet says, "Mom, you know, if 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 you dig up somebody's grave, they call it grave mm-hmm. robbing, right? Mm-hmm, isn't that, mm-hmm, isn't mm-hmm. that like it really wrong?" And I said, "Come on, Jet." I say, "Yeah, that's Come what on, I said." This, this trip is about this. This this trip is about hearing him out and him opening his mind and seeing things and mm-hmm. tasting things and discovering that the world is just amazing and huge. You better kill monger that joint. You better kill monger that joint. Listen, I told you Listen. one time we was in the museum. I was in the museum with the twins one time, and they had like a room where there was a mummy, and Lana was just like, "Yeah, it's gonna be a no for that." She was like, the, <laughs> "She said." We they done disturbed that person's spirit and yep. they rest and yep. we not going. She yep. was like an old black lady. She was like, oh no, 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 no. Yep. We need to get up out of here. We can't go in yep. there. Wow. I was like, okay. I said, okay. <laughs> so, so we left. And then we went and we saw wow. the the Victorian design and, and all the rich fabrics and all of that stuff. That was real cool. And then we went to see Mona Lisa. And um, you know, we took a picture in front of that thing and he was just like, eh. I was like, that's what I said. He was like, yeah. eh. it's really a man. It's really a man kind of moment. Yeah. yeah. She all right. That is so interesting. That is so interesting. Because 20 years, 21 years before, when I first started traveling a, a bit, I had gone to this Senegalese restaurant called La Village or La Village. And I was like, I want, I wonder if they're still open. Uh, on them. They were still open. Same place and everything. We went and had a wonderful Senegalese meal. Um, It was awesome. And there was this painting of a lion and a cub. And I was like getting all emotional. I was like, that's a sign. You know, your hand was shaking. I know, look, they don't be knowing, but your little heart heart just be going. All of this, he, you know, he had ratatouille. And, you know, he, he closed his eyes. And he was like, my God, my God. <laughs> I looked and I was like, yes. He said those he's such, words. He's such an old man. I love everything. He is every such Jill's child. Like, he is, I just, yeah, my God, my so, God. I was like, okay. <laughs> it was so delicious. I had no idea what Ratatouille was. I saw the movie. I don't know what it is. I'm not going to lie. It's squash. It's vegetables and and they some kind of sauce. And I don't know who prepared it, but they put angel dust in that thing. Some kind of fairy juice. And it was so tender and delicious. I was like, okay, I know either. More Real Talk after the break. 
Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Is he breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We left Paris. Okay. All right. So let's get to the to the other part of this trip. We leave Paris and we head to South Africa. I forgot about that part. <laughs> we get to South Africa. I told him, I said, hey, listen, this one's a this one's a trek, okay? Yeah, how long a trip is that? Well, from Paris to South Africa, it was about 
10 or 11 hours. Okay, not too bad. Not too bad, but this is new for him. He's never flown this long before. The ETA was broken. So he was like, I know I slept for eight hours, mom. I know I did. How is it still for, uh, how is it all this time left? And I was like, it's not right. Okay, just relax. You got a little bit of time left. Um, Again, the flight was great. Um, The whole, uh, the seating and all that other stuff. He loved it. He thought it was so dope. He kept looking at me like, Damn, girl. You know, he kept giving me the damn girl look. That thing felt good. Anyway, we go from South Africa and we take a, sh- a little flight to Maun. Um, that's in Botswana. So thus far, he's gotten three stamps on his passport. One to Paris, Aww. one to South Africa, and one to Botswana. So we're back where I was pregnant. Wow. Oh, God. That's a lot. Girl, I know you was crying. Inside. Mm-hmm. I just was watching most of Oh, my God. Yeah. And the arrangements you must have made based on your knowledge of that area. Like, oh, right. Jack. Right. Oh. So being able to go back and having it not be a new experience for you right. so that you could be the Give guide. Give him the break. The, yes. We discovered right. things together. So I'm going to say that I went to Paris. We went to Paris first because he really wanted to go to Paris. He wanted to see what it was hidden for. And I think that we had a great meandering of streets and walkathons. We definitely had some walkathons. You know, he got to go ceilings. Friends, if you have not been to uh, the Louvre and in Paris, that that art museum, the the detail, the even the wood on the floors, the the ceilings, the your camera d- will never quite do justice. You, it gives a good idea no. what you saw. But it, it doesn't really give you the dimensions of things. And he also had an opportunity to see that the Moors were present around Jesus consistently in those um, in those paintings. I was like, you know, pointing sure. out the Moors, pointing out the brown skin, you know, all over the place. Um, it's particularly, you know, in, in Greek, uh, in some of the Greek art, we saw a lot of brown people. That's not an accident. That's not time. That's not discoloration. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. Okay. Did they get Jesus's color right now? Hello. Those photos, those those images are in the basement of the Vatican. In the basement. <laughs> they in the basement. Oh, oh, okay. The Afro downstairs, but the press out is upstairs. I got you. I got you. So now we're in Maun, and then we take a helicopter. <coughs> yep. We took a helicopter to the Okavanga Delta. It's the jungle of Botswana. We're going on some yes. Oh, I can't wait to see where we land. I can't wait to see where we end up. Come on. Okay, I'm ready. Because man, we, we went to see what man did with all of this amazing architecture and this beautiful artwork and these, these sculptures and all of this stuff, making uh, hair uh, uh, blow with stone. Like, that was really, truly beautiful. Hey, Jill, can you spell that? Because we, we want to look as you're talking. I'm sorry. What's, would you spell that for me? Uh, it's, it's really what it sounds like. O-K-V-A Delta. Okay. Oh, thank you. Or they or they all say Okavango. Uh, I think American says Okavango, but it's okay. Yeah, I'm about to go on this tour with you as you're talking. You didn't know that, but I'm I'm here for this. I'm... Just like people say Botswana, but it's really Botswana. It really is. When you Botswana, hear... we know that Asia and I Botswana. Now we we're we're aware now, but you we did not know prior to the J Ill podcast. That I is was very definitely true. That's... Botswana, Zambia, Mozambique. No. Uh, Mozambique <laughs> and Botswana so let us speak about the motherland that's when I learned all of the African countries and that song right there I'm in the, the helicopter with Jet 
And we're we're watching the, the earth change. It went from yeah. Maun and it's it feels kind of uh it it feels a, like a beach town, but there's no beach. Mm-hmm. And we're flying over and, and all of a sudden there's absolutely nothing for as far as the eye can see. I need you to understand how big Botswana is and then how big the Okavanga Delta is. So we mm. we flew for an hour on a helicopter to oh, wow. uh-huh. We all of a sudden there was water. And you can see crocodiles doing what crocodiles do. You can see um impala and kidu and elephants and zebra and and Everything is 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 right below us. And Jet, I could, you know, kind of, you know, looking out the corner looking. of my eye to see what he's doing. And he's just got his mouth open. Like, this is real. I said, I'm going to take you to Lion King. Okay? And, and that's where we're going. Oh, shit. So we get, oh, we land shit. there. And they have a, a van, a truck waiting for us. You know, you've seen them on TV, the safari trucks. Yeah. So we, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we get in. Of course, they're going to offer us beverages because... When I tell you, when you go on safari, the one thing that they're going to do, two things for sure. Um, they're definitely going to feed you like crazy. Ooh, I want to know what that is. Okay. I do. I want to eat and have Bev. And you're going to go on safari at least three times a day. Because I, it's it's literally never the same show twice. I mean, I can see that. Okay, so walk us through these things, Jill. I I, I need to know what the food is, and then I need to know what the different things you saw. So what y'all eat in the in the safari? I mean, on yeah, the, what y'all eat? Let's do that first. Yeah, what you eat? The I guess lounge, if you will. Everything is on is on a platform, so we're not on the ground. The tents, because we stayed in a tent. The tents that we're in are not on the ground. Everything is, is right, like a bridge. Right. We're high up. Um, not too high. Um, maybe about a good 10 feet off the ground. Um, mm. Right. So that's all like really pretty. Everything is just really well done. And the tents are like nice. These the, are nice tents. It's right? what They're you like, imagine with the yeah. white curtains and the. Yeah. yeah. Um, it doesn't have heat. It doesn't have air condition. Um, at night, that. it gets very, very cold, depending on the time that you go. Uh, right. But they put the what desert. they call bush babies in your in your bed. Um, okay. and, and bush babies are um, hot water bottles that are covered in something fuzzy. And it keeps your bed Ooh. nice and warm. So every night, Ooh. there's bush babies in your bed. And you're, you're so happy to have them because it's brick. It's really, really cold in the desert at night. But the, the the daggone food, you know I'm here with it. The lady comes out, and when I tell you everybody's so pretty, like they're just yeah. pretty. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that was one of Jet's first observations. He's like, Mom, everybody's just so pretty. I said, this is crazy, right? Just crazy. All different kinds of faces. Um, some some with really big eyes, some with slanted eyes, some some really fair skin, some some wide nose, some big lips, some one big lip, one small lip, some freckles, some <laughs> moles. You know, this is people. People come in all different shapes and sizes, mm-hmm. but there, there's something else that is attached to these folks. It's like a light within that is just you can't ignore it. So should the pretty lady comes out. And I can't remember her name. It was it was like four syllables. Forgive me. And she comes out and she says, today 
I'm, I have prepared for you a tarragon soup with a fresh cream and asparagus. And, and then she goes on and, and we're like, just amazed, just like looking like, oh, whatever you say, you know, we're going to eat it. Why was it even better than Paris? Of course, because way yeah. better, like way better. Of course. We got them seasonings. Them seasonings. He was in the, the you were in the land of the seasonings. There is just incredible. And they feed you breakfast, lunch, dinner, and high tea. What do they eat for breakfast? They typically have like an English breakfast, which is some baked beans, eggs, sausage. Um, they had beef sausage. They had chicken sausage. I was like, thank you so much. Um, and... I don't recall eating like fresh muffins and things like that. Okay. Um, but they made omelets. They made the thing that Jet loved the most was porridge. He loved porridge. Okay. And he just ate it slow and looked at the spoon. He was like, this is crazy porridge. He loved porridge. Okay. Mm. So we go out on safari and we, you know, I'm, I'm a little nervous because now I'm second guessing myself. Did I just bring my cub out here to get et by something? Because you do have to sign a waiver saying that if you happen to die, it's not their fault. That you fully knew that you were coming to an area where there are wild and animals. That's a moment. Okay. They make sure that, you know, as much as possible how, you know, they take every precaution every person to make sure that you're safe and you have to follow the doggone rules don't go off the damn bridge and decide you're gonna take a walk you're not safe dummy you know a, ba- a baboon could kill you mind you they're baboons outside of our room and they are we just sit Ooh. like on the deck and just watch them play and the, the baboons and the zebra and the impala and the kidu they're all together because you know they're not out here eating meat. They're just chilling. Just chilling. It's so much to say. We saw a a leopard. They had killed a zebra and had a piece of the, the legs up on a tree. And she just looks so, oh. she looks so satisfied. She looks so satisfied. Her legs were gapped open. I said, wow. Our guide, his name was Kambango. With um, also Delta. Delta just, he wanted to make sure. I told him why we were there. And he really made sure to to educate Jet and to um, to go as close as possible. We were so close to lions. I, I just was like, I prayed the whole time. Um, we also had a flat tire while we were in the tall brush, tall bush. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. It was during the day, um, but that means nothing. Uh, and the lions, the lions are the exact same color as the bush. And um, I, I stood up, and Jet was like, "What are you doing?" And I said, "I'm, I'm looking like a meerkat." And he was like, "Here you go with this meerkat." I was like, "Mm-hmm." I'm watching because all I could think of was if a lion happens to come out and, God forbid, kill Kambanga, um, I, the wheel is off. And even if I could drive this truck. I don't know where to go. We started an hour ago. An hour in every direction, you still have not reached the damn The, the wow, Delta baby. is so big. We saw hippopotamus. We saw ostrich. We saw baboons. We saw leopard. We saw lions. We saw uh, 
so many we saw eagles white eagles i didn't know they existed we saw mm. my favorite animals the kidu we saw loads of them with their pretty selves whatever kind of mixture they are we saw jackals mm. we, we saw oh boy um we saw it all and we saw it morning noon and night because the show is never the same like the animals are always doing something yeah yeah I mean, they're living. They're living. They're living. Okay. So this is my first example. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Of freedom. This is what freedom looks like. This is, there's no confines here. This is what freedom looks like. You're able to do whatever you want, whenever you want, however you want, for as long as you want. Period. Okay. So um, at night, the the sky turns red. Sometimes it's purple. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's, it's. It's the orange. Like we can't fathom the 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 way that the moon shines and the way that the the pictures do no justice. There's no camera I think that could capture what these these colors really look like. So we spent four days there with them. Then we took a helicopter to um, the Kalahadi Desert. Wow. At this point, can I just ask a, a, an American question, Jill? At this point, uh, how are you guys avoiding the bites, the bug bites, these things? Are you still bug bite free because y'all was staying in the There's tent? There's also uh, fabric all around you to make sure that you that you don't get bitten. They have this spray called okay. Boom in the room. Um, so you can spray Boom just in case if you, you know, you feel away. But I, I make it a point to go um, if and when um, I travel to, to Botswana. I, I'm not going in there summer. I go in the winter. Okay. So, and that's June and so July are the best times to travel to me. And and at winter, the, the weather is still what? In June, July, what is the... It's reasonably warm during the day, but it's a different sun there. It's a whole different uh-huh. sun there. Okay. So warm is, you know, 80s, upper 80s um, during the day. And at night, somewhere uh-huh. in the 20s. We slept in sweatsuits and um, fuzzy socks. Well, yeah, I mean, I heard that the desert can get really cold, but I didn't think it get that wow, cold. Wow, not that cold. And that lessens the bugs because they don't be around in the cold. Okay. I, That's okay. true. So at least, you know, when you're sleeping, they ain't going to get you yeah. in your sleep. So that experience, they, they they laid out the carpet. And then then there was one moment when they wanted to tell me how they felt. And I didn't see it coming. And it was very emotional. They were just talking about. Um, my time there with, as model Motsway and um, in front of Jet, wow. which was really awesome, you know, that I had mm. introduced Botswana to so many, uh, to, to the world. That was very emotional. And they were like, we love you. And they told Jet, um, you hear about these stories when, when somebody says, you're in Africa, welcome home. But they were like, Jet, you were, you were created here. You were, you were created here. Welcome home. They knew that. Wow. You know, I, and I was right. three right. three weeks pregnant when I when I got there. And I know they wanted to give you all the advice and all of the things. So yeah, I'm sure they were heavily invested. That I mean, that's just so beautiful. That's so beautiful. Still, it's still Gross. bugging me out how how beautiful it all was. So I'm gonna try to make it brief because I've been talking my head off. No, this is good because he is going to. This is going. He's going to open up bits and pieces of this gift over the years. You know what I'm saying? It's going to continue to kind of gift him forward. And it's it's good for people to hear it because 
Because you're also creating like goals for people in a way. Like I never thought about doing that. Okay, like Jill did. I'm gonna have to save my duckets because that sounds really cool. Right, and that's that's the cool. You're giving people a very real kind of, you know, just this moment where they can say, I can come up with the thing and create it and then follow through and that these are all the elements to what it would look like and feel like. And then, and it mm. goes with, with whatever budget you have that if we can't, if we're not doing the big party, you know, if, if we're not mm. doing the, the walk with all the men, you know, and they take the boy away for, you know, a week's time or whatever the case, if we're not doing those things and we have to do something to acknowledge, mm-hmm. you know, that they're going into their manhood and that they're going into their womanhood as well. Like these things are super valuable. You know, I think anyway. So we're in the Kalahadi. This is the most luxurious shit, honestly, I've ever seen. This tent, the tent is a mansion, baby. Okay, the fabrication of the tent is is rich. The there's there's um, Persian rugs all over and Moroccan rugs all over the floors. Mm-hmm. The 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 sculptures, the okay. mahogany beds. We both have four post mahogany beds. Um, mm-hmm. The bathroom has a has a chaise lounge in it made with uh, out of yellow velvet. The toilet is an absolute throne of mahogany. Like you got to be kidding me! Yes, yuck! Look, we had our private pool, our plunge pool. We had an outdoor shower and an outdoor toilet, and they were separate from each other. Just in case you felt like taking the poop in the in the bush. What we went on on safari. Twice a day because we were like we're a little bit we took naps in between so we got up at five thirty had an amazing breakfast every day um, we went out Ooh. saw all the things um, and the desert is different so we're now we're looking at we're looking at we're looking at the sky we're looking at the animals of course um, we ended up bumping into a very large lion like okay I don't understand what a bump is what's a bump what's we a bump? just happened to turn the corner he was there. In the car that had a cage around There's it. There's no cage around the car. Oh. So he saw us, we saw him, and then we just sat quietly. And he did, he was like, oh. <laughs> and went on about his business doing what he was doing. <laughs> because he's free and living without fear. There's nobody there to shoot mm-hmm. him or hunt him or kill him. Right. So he was right. like, oh, there's one of these things. Huh. And he's not hungry, so because yeah. And now we're also right. not exactly on the menu, um, but there is. Uh, we I've heard many times um, that people get killed in safari because they don't follow the rules. They get out the van, they get out the safari jeep, they go and want to take a picture with the lion like it's freaking Simba. It ain't. It ain't. Mm. I can guarantee you they ain't got this brown on their arms. I can guarantee you those people. Girl, listen, because what, what, what we going to do is follow the rules, okay, when it comes to the life do. and death. That's what we going to do. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. 
And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation. I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Is he breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle. And I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're, we're, we're in the Kalahadi. They're serving meals that are so beautiful. Give us one. Come on, Jill. Give us, come on. Come they on. said we've have, we have fried chicken and a, a lentil salad. And I was like, oh, okay, I don't know what to expect. This chicken, mm. I, I don't know. They fried the chicken. It was so mm. light and crispy. Um, mm-hmm. And it was just the moistest pieces of chicken. I, I need to take a picture of Laia's face. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got lost. Don't nobody talk about food like Jill. You know that. It'd be like, close your eyes, y'all. Just The salad was cold and the, mm-hmm. the chicken was hot. And they have something called pili pili. <laughs> she 
said the salad was cold and the chicken was hot like it was a surprise. I'm sorry. The <laughs> both of y'all's eyes is closed and y'all look like y'all two seconds away from a whole moment, but it's fine. Philly, 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 Popo. Say what now with that? It's, it's an oil. It's an oil with all these peppers in it. It's like a, a, a vinegar oh. oil with a lot of peppers. And oh. you just marinate it. And I poured yes. that hot. It was it was hot, but it was like the righteous hot. It wasn't, it oh, was hot you with a hint of sweet at the end, not burning. Ooh. It was sweet at the end. I was like, oh, friend, friend. I ate pilly pilly popo on everything. I couldn't stop myself. <laughs> Sometimes I'll just get a piece of bread and put some pilly pilly. She said, somebody give me something to sock this up with, please. (laughs) Somebody got a little piece of bread, please. So, 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 so good. That was the meal for me. I ate it all and I watched to see what Jeff, mm-hmm. he ate it all and we just looked at each other like, this is what's happening. Oh, Jill, can I ask you? Okay, wait, wait. You, you talked about the food, but can you just tell us, did you have any cocktails? Did you have any? Every day, every day, they, they serve you drinks day. all day long and I never knew how good a gin and tonic was. I was never a gin and tonic girl. Now I am. That is the perfect summertime, refreshing, mm. just a little hint mm-hmm. to get you tipsy, just a little. I love a gin and tonic now. I'm in. With a splash of lemon. I'm mm. in lemon or lime, mm. okay? Lemon or lime. And if I can get Botswana gin, that's what that's really amazing. All right, all right, all right. So we go for a walk with the Bushmen. They're called Basarwa. I know they fine. I know they fine. They look like Asian folks. They look like Asian okay. folks, but they're really brown. And they they're the titties is out. Okay? And I, I just... These are Bush men, though, right? Are they Bush women? It's Bush men and women. You know how, you know, how patriarchy is. Yeah, of course it's... Yeah. We don't, we don't get a word. We don't get a word. Right, right, right. We don't get a full word. But there are women and of all ages. Um, and, you know, titties is out and, and beautiful necklaces like uh, string beads are all over their bodies. And um, they have very short hair that looks just like the earth. I swear it does. Like from a distance in a helicopter, when you look down at the earth, it's the exact mm-hmm. same texture. Like, come on. And they take us for a walk. They speak there. A hundred thousand of them left. This is it. This is it. Wow. Because the world is coming. And the, the, the kids want to experience other things, you know? And... Um, there's very few, you know, 100,000 left that really want to, I guess, hold on to that. But they're trying. They're trying. So they yeah. take us out for this walk. And they're, they're all of a sudden, you know, they're digging. And they're telling us about all the herbs and all the, the stuff. You get this, take this, dug a hole and found some big ass thing. And they were like, uh, boil this is for pains. And I was like, damn, I wish I could take this, whatever this thing is with me. Right. You didn't? Shit. Note to sell, bring foil. Right? Bring foil. And they find a scorpion, right? <laughs> this big scorpion. They dug out the ground. And now they're playing with it. And I was like, <gasps> you know, I'm allergic to bee stings. So now, you know, but they're they're telling us they didn't really they didn't really speak English. We had a translator who had to live with them in order to learn how to speak the language. Because people who speak Pedi, people who speak Zulu. Hosa, I don't know how to say that right. Whatever the language is, this is not that. This is old, 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 mm-hmm. old, old, okay? And it takes a lot of time 
and you have to live, you have to be completely immersed in it in order to, to, to learn it. And even still, our guide spoke six or seven languages, but he said he lived with them and still struggles. He said, I can hear, but I can't speak as well as I wish I could. I was like, damn. Okay. So they play with this scorpion. Mm. The guy, this, this, the Bushman puts the scorpion in his mouth. I've never, I, I'm bugged out. I'm bugged out. He was like, they're, they're our friends. They're our toys. We play with them. And they dug another hole, put that dude away, and buried him. And I was like, it's scorpions in this damn desert, for real. The big fat yeah, one. Yeah, they're really underneath us. They're just right underneath us. So now Jet and I are looking <sighs> everywhere because we're a little bit scared. <laughs> now you're going back to meerkat status. You know, have thorns in our socks and trying to act like everything is cool because they're barefoot. Why aren't they stopping to take thorns out of their socks? Because right. it hurts. How you got you got shoes on though, right? Yeah, but there's there the, these thorns are coming up on under the, the under the pants or something I don't know and getting stuck like oh, a wow. tiny mean needle. <laughs> That's what it was. Like a mean little needle. Well, this is the reality also of nature and being outside and you know different terrain. We struggled with that one because every few steps <laughs> it was a new mean needle. And and we didn't want to we didn't want to play ourselves like you y'all don't have no shoes on. How are you not getting stuck by mean needles? I was like, oh, yeah. So they made fire out of of jackal dung. How you make fire out of doo doo? I don't know. But but we watched. We were amazed. We were amazed. I mean, I never even seen a jackal. They made fire. Out of, I mean, out of jackal dung. Wow. Okay. <laughs> There is a gas or something that comes off a of poop, right? Yeah. Oh they they mashed it up it's, and it, it was like soft because there's a, like a like like hay. It turns into kind of like hay. So you know mm-hmm. enough friction, it it became fire. We were like, damn, happy to. And it's crazy the pictures that we took with the with the bushmen. They came out black, all of them. Isn't that crazy? What, you feel like some things weren't meant to be seen? Oh, you can't see their faces at all. The pictures in between are there, but the pictures directly with them, standing next to them, um, are black. And we were like, oh, wow. That's dope. Isn't that dope? They bring us our, our lunch outside. It's so, it's so jazzy. It's so special. It's so extra. Okay, all the things. And then we take ATVs into the salt flats. ATVs are those four-wheeled vehicles. The salt flats are as big as Switzerland. It's where your water used to be, but no more. Right? And, and so it's like it's like white on the ground with the big cracks. Yes. And we went directly into the salt oh, flats. Oh, beautiful. Uh, on the ATVs, oh, we sped like crazy. Um, the guy was like a oh. uh, uh, valet. He was, he was like, "You want to go faster?" Jet was like, yes, because he's driving yeah. himself for the first time. Yes. yes. And that was dope as shit. Um, we get out, we get way out there. We drove for like an hour into the salt flats. That's what I'm saying. That's how big it is. Okay. Yeah. And then we get off and he says, um, find an area by yourself. And I noticed that as I'm walking, there's really no sound out there. There's no sound. Yeah. I felt like that. Well, it's not the same, but like out in the desert, when you go to like Arizona and stuff like that, like you get out to a certain point and it's like standing in like a 
studio or something. Like it's like flat, no sound. It was deep and I honestly started to feel a little fear because yeah. I'm not accustomed to not hearing any sounds, but I was safe. I knew right. I was safe because we're an hour away from any trees or vegetation. Animals are not walking out there. They'll die. They no. know better. Yeah. There's nothing growing out there. So he says, all right, now lay down. And we're in three different places. And um, he says, enjoy the sunset. And the sky turned peach. And then it turned blue. And then, and then all of a sudden, there were stars just popping mm-hmm. up. I'd, I'd seen, you know, obviously we've all seen stars before, but they turn colors. They were green and red and yellow. I've never seen a rainbow of stars before. And then there were shooting stars in between. Not wow. one, not 12, not 50. Just so, so, so many. And he, he says, all right now. After, And now I realize that we have to ride back. Yeah, I'm about to ask you about that in the dark. This, there's yeah. there's lights on the ATVs, but we also have to ride through the bush on these ATVs. The driver, I mean the the guide, valet, shout out to valet. He's in the front, jets in the middle, and I've decided to take the back because I figure yeah. I'm gonna protect him. You know, got his back. I said, my God, what am I gonna do? Something decided to jump on my child. <laughs> Where am I? They won't which even di- know. They in front. Which in direction front. do I? What if something jump on me? And Jed is is gunning it. He's gunning it hard. I'm just so you gotta gun it. I gotta gun it too, but also not get in his dust because if I'm in his dust, I can't see. Right. You know? Right. And we're just out here in the middle of all of this, you know. And I figure, okay, maybe the the noise will distract, and they won't want to, you know, fuck with us. But I was scared. I was very very scared. But we arrived back at our Jeep and then we rode on to camp and um, had a wonderful meal, met people from all over the world. Most of them were Americans, which was really surprising. And then we left. Were we out there? Any chips out there? Any chips? Any American chips out there? No, but I want you to go. I know you do. We're going to be working on it. Just to see that. See what. So the first part of the trip was so Jack could see what man can do in Paris with the architecture and all art. and This next part is for him to see what God does and what God Mm -hmm. can do. We couldn't capture what the stars did. We only could look at it with our eyes and be humbled by it. Yeah. Magnificence. Like the true definition of creativity. Nothing better than this. Nothing from the animals Amen. to the trees to the all of the things. Okay. So we leave this wonderful experience just floating. We we learn so much. We'll be back after the break. Hey girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. 
with the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle. And I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now we're on our way to Amsterdam. And we get to one of my favorite cities in the world and we kicked it. We walked the dogs, we ate the waffles, we we went to uh, Fabrique de Luminesque, a light museum. And that was freaking phenomenal because the light, it was, uh, uh, what's his name? Gustav Klimt. His artwork, which was very, very colorful, they had it everywhere. It just became all around you. They have a, a, a black warehouse and they created these freaking dope-ass lights. And... The, the art was all over you, everywhere you looked. It was amazing. We must have stayed in there for, for at least an hour. Like, it was fresh. You can ride your bike everywhere. We took a canal. He, mm-hmm. I, I wanted a Heineken, because Heineken is better overseas. I got a Heineken, mm-hmm. and I was like, you want a beer? 
And he was like, Mom, Ooh. Mom, I'm not, yeah. I'm, I'm a child. I'm, I said, okay. And the guy says, well, I mean, we have Heineken Zero. I said, what's Heineken Zero? He was like, there's no alcohol in it. And I was like, you got a cold one? He was like, I do. So we enjoyed a beer together. And we did that multiple times. His Heineken Zero and my Heineken, and we, you know, chatting it up and enjoying ourselves. We sat on park benches. He's like, Mom, I don't think, we, or, or uh, little cafe tables. He was like, Mom, I don't think we could sit here. Um, where's the restaurant? I said, exactly. There's seats here because people need to sit. There's uh, lollipops here because people get dry mouth. There's, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's, there, it's a conscious consideration of what people want in this place. So we got a chance to experience three different kinds of of, uh, creativity and freedom, which is hopefully, you know, the the goal to inspire. He bought some dope shit. I gave him a budget. I watched, he found his style between Paris and- Yeah, some good shopping in Amsterdam too. Oh yeah, for sure. He found his thing. He was like, this is, apparently Hugo Boss is is where the boy lives. I was like, oh. Okay. I said, you know what this means, right? You know what this means, right? He was like, what does it mean? You gotta get a job. You gotta get a good job. (laughs) You gotta have to get a good job. You gotta get that good, good, good. We go into stores, he's like, oh, those sneakers, mom, those sneakers fresh. Oh, man, oh, man. I looked at the price, I was like, oh, look at your taste. He was like, well, well would you look here? You gonna be taking care of mama. Okay, good, I ain't got nothing right, to worry about. Right, like, this a preview, I like it. You know, so yes. we, we did all of those things. He had a burger in a place, oh my God, Cannibal Royale. I think that's what it was called. A royal cannibal? All right. They made a veggie burger for that child. I watched my son have his first food orgasm, and I loved it. He did. He absolutely lost himself. He didn't speak for 45 minutes. He kept looking at it and shaking his head. He rolled his eyes back. He closed his eyes. He looked at it again. He bit it slow. I said, there it is. That's it. That's what I've been looking at. And he is his mother's child. That is truly his. Uh, we're establishing your taste as well. Okay, I see how you get there. So, yeah, in Amsterdam, we also went to the Torture Museum. And all of this, understand, when you take these trips, that this is really about the education of our kids. You know what I mean? You want to broaden their horizons and help them understand. So we got in there. And when I tell you the medieval shit that was going on, the the time it took to create some of that maniacal, vicious, brutal shit, Jet says, wow, so it's always been like that. Mm-hmm. That's what I was just thinking you were saying. I was like, and look where y'all were. <laughs> the minds, mm-hmm. the way these minds work. Mm-hmm. They had a piece of wood, a piece of wood, a big triangle, right? This was the one that, that got me, I think, that all of them were crazy and, and, and way too freaking much. But this thing was a big triangle. And what they do is they put the triangle way up and you gotta get on a ladder to get up on the triangle. Then they sit your raw naked ass on the triangle and add weights to your arms and your feet. Oh, so it just hurts on your ass. Like you're just, just digging into your ass. Like it's a dig. It's- Slowly. Slowly. Oh, these these others are so creative with their torture. Wow. We saw, oh, oh they cutting titties off. 
They was all kinds of crazy, extra, brutal. And the the museum was only, you know, maybe about a 30 minute visit. But Mm -hmm. we walked out of there like, damn. Yo, shout outs to Jill cause, and to all the people listening. Y'all got to understand, Jill just broke down Amsterdam heavily without using the word cannabis or red light district. And that is truly beautiful because it is so much more <laughs> yeah, to that town. Yeah, it is because it's so much more to these cities or than tulips. what? Or tulips. You didn't even say tulips. <laughs> or so, tulips. So look, they had a, on Juneteenth, because we were there for Juneteenth, on Juneteenth, um, they had DJs on every block. So in the areas where people were eating and shopping, there were DJs. Now, we took it as it was Juneteenth for us. Like this was, we don't know why y'all doing this, but this is Juneteenth. They played Biggie and my son and I blacked out dancing (laughs) in the streets, dancing in the street. It was so fun. And so what again? Free. Free. Can I remind people as they... As people listen to your story, I want to also remind people that, you know, not for nothing, most of us have a friend or some type of family member that works for the airline. And most of us tend to use those advantages that we take to go to like Miami or California, where I like to remind people that if you got access to some type of flying privileges, you need to use those internationally. Use some of the stuff that Jill is saying, use it internationally. It's cheaper. It's cheaper. It gives you more of a discount. I just want to remind people of that. People who think they can't. Everybody knows somebody that worked for the airline. Think about it. Well, I've been traveling for 40-something years, and I use my mama's flight attendant privileges. But I'm just saying, it's a blessing. And I just think it's closer than people think it is. It's always somebody. Yeah, I mean, you can you can accum- accumulate miles in a bunch of different ways these days. And also, too, like, even e- through your credit cards, through all kinds of different things. But, you know, but then also, too, like, there's a bunch of different travel hacks and a bunch of different... Um, websites and Instagram and TikTok pages around being black and traveling solo and traveling with kids. You know, um, there's a, a, a blog called The Traveling Child, I believe it's called. as a black woman who travels with her young daughters all the time and they've been everywhere together. Travel Noir, which is another good one. And so just, just like a lot of different, you know, so it's ways to travel and make it more affordable and travel with kids. You know, I have six kids. So Even though I wish they would give y'all your own plane sometimes, but that's fine. I'm here. I'm here for it. I'm here. I'm waiting yeah, for the it's family a thing. plane. It's a thing. The restaurant Cannibal Royale. They played hip hop. They played hip hop in Dutch. And they got veggie burgers and it's called Cannibal. I love that. I got a chicken sandwich mm. and they put a chicken wing on on it on top of it and I was like why why y'all do that why would you what made you do that I don't know who's back there and whatever that mustard is fuck you fuck you for that mustard fuck you for that mustard I wanted to I wanted to lay down in it I wanted to lick it off of someone I love deeply not I want to lick it off somebody I love dearly that's going to settle with me. I was like, that's, that's, that should be the caliber of sauce you should have on anything from now on. Yeah, that's a new standard. It's definitely a new standard. That's Thank the you. standard of sauces from now on. Ooh, what a wonderful time. Mm. You got like food, culture, art, nature. It's, all it's, that. it's all of these really beautiful things that are kind of incorporated. And then so much more. Like I said, it'll probably unfold over time. 
all the mm-hmm. things. You know what I mean? Yeah. What it's gonna take me take me some time to do that. But we're gonna, you know what? We're gonna end this podcast today because um, you know, it's been kind of long and we're just talking about this one thing so much. You feel long because you've been talking, <laughs> but it's been great. Please um take your time and unwrap these thoughts that our children mm. um deserve to have some kind of rite of passage into their maturation. We are their parents. Uh, we are their aunts and uncles. We're their grandparents. Um, and it, it, this was what I chose to do with the means that I had. But it's, it's fair to say that um, our kids deserve to have something really, really special around this time. And guess what? You can do it. You can do it. Mm-hmm. You can do it. Um, just like, figure out how you want to do it. If that means a lake house, an Airbnb for a week with family and friends or just all your kids' friends, um, that's dope. If it means a trip to New York City, you know, all lights and and all the uh, fast pace and energy, if that's what it means, do that. Oh, yeah. A Broadway show. Take your kid to a Broadway show. So thank you so much for listening to J.L. The Podcast. And we're going to continue this conversation. Listeners, it's Amber, the producer here. I have a two-year-old son, and after listening to this, I'm starting a travel fund like now. <laughs> Speaking of travel funds, you do not have to be rich to see the world, just intentional. I'm gonna share with you an article from Nerd Wallet that outlines a couple of the best apps for saving money. I personally use Capital to build my little travel fund, and I love it. I'm saving, and I don't even realize it. It allows you to create rules around your spending, habits, for example. Like, if I get a coffee, it'll automatically put $2 into my savings. I'll also drop in links to some of the incredible places Jill visited on her trip. I hope we all get to see a zebra soon. Hi, if you have comments on something we said in this episode, call 866-HEY-JILL. If you want to add to this conversation, that's 866-439-5455. Don't forget to tell us your name and the episode you're referring to. You might just hear your message on a future episode. Thank you for listening to Jill Scott Presents J.Ill, the podcast. J.Ill is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.